Welcome to Talking Out of Slot, the podcast for primarily 130-second slot cars. Other scales are available. I'm Nick. And I'm Scott. Hello, everybody. Uh, we've got a guest and a celebrity racer on board this week. It's Autosport Magazine's World Rally Championship journalist and long-time slot racer, Tom Howard. Hi, Tom. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm not sure I'm a celebrity, but uh, but yeah, thanks for having me along. Compared to who <laughs> on this show you are. <laughs> it's yeah, def- def- our, definitely. Our book <laughs> promised you that, that he's you're a celebrity. That's true. Anyway, I only fear that we throw you straight into the mix and say, tell us about your, what's, what is it about slot cars you love? How, what do you collect? How did you get into it? All that sort of stuff. Uh, I guess, yeah, I've, I've always been into, well, I've always been into motorsport. So model cars was always going to happen at some point and uh, collected model cars. And then obviously as a child, you see, you see a scale electric set and you, and you want one. And I, uh, unfortunately, I lived in a house where we couldn't have a, a proper full size uh, Hornby or Hornby Scalectric, so we had the micro Scalectric, and then uh, I said to myself as a child that uh, as soon as I get my own house, I'm having a proper size uh, Scalectric. So once I bought my own house and started moving out, I, uh, the, I explored the hobby again, and it's now exploded to the point where I'm sure my other half is not too happy uh, about the amount of cars and track that <laughs> are, are, are about. Um, so um, yeah, I, in a, I moved to Australia. Um, in 2013 because my other house Australian and uh we got a house there and had a huge sort of four bedroom place and I just used the most of the living room to uh build a slot car track um and then I moved all that uh, back across with me to the UK when we moved back in 2020 so there's a big collection in this room that you're talking to me in I just love uh, collecting cars and uh, I think I've probably got more than 160 in this room and they are predominantly rally cars I guess no so I I've got a bit of everything so um I, I do like all forms of motorsport, so I have, but mostly I'd say my collection are on 90s uh, cars because that's when I grew up and was so, so was sort of introduced to motorsport. So not of 90s F1, a lot of 90s Super Tourers, a lot of 90s rally cars. Uh, I do have some sort of stuff that's older than that in the 80s as well, but I do like collecting those. So I've got like obviously V8 supercars from Australia because I worked over there. Um, so yeah, I, I, I pretty much have a sort of anything really uh if you look in my cupboards there'll be sports cars f1 cars rally cars touring cars you name it there's all something in there yeah i think we all suffer from that oh bright shiny <laughs> thing syndrome yeah. don't we but once i used to <laughs> i always had the theory that the, the most difficult car you buy is the third one because obviously pre-digital <laughs> days you've got a two-lane track you only need two cars and the the, the justification for the third one and then you've got a fourth one, a fifth one. And then the next level is when you buy the same car in a different livery. Because yeah. essentially yes. then you're collecting microscopically thin layers of paint, um, which is how I've ended up with a huge number of Fly Renault 5 turbos. But we will probably Ooh. come to that later. Nice. That sounds great. I have a bit. I was only allowed one a year back when, when, I, was, when I was a nipper. I got my, my first set when I was five, but then it was like one car a year. Wow! So, yeah, was this, was it? Was I mean, you know, I've suddenly got pictures of black and white, and you in short trousers and a flat cap. <laughs> I mean, should I dig out the Hovis music for that bit? Yeah. <laughs> uh, kids today don't know their <laughs> <thoughts. laughs> Young Nick, young Nick being taken to the toy shop. Well, you allowed one car. Yeah. Which one yeah. will you pick? Which it was but, often. 
after British Grand Prix qualifying. We'd go to British Grand Prix qualifying, and on the way home, we'd stop off at Beatty's in Milton King's Shopping Centre, and uh, uh, that yes. would be my chance to buy a slot car. Ooh, lovely. Fantastic. I know. I remember Beatty's and Milton Keynes, yeah? yeah. Uh, well, I was lucky growing up in the very dim past, unlike you two. Uh, my town model shop was actually split in two. One side of the aisle was Airfix kits and stuff. Uh, the other side was the record shop, which was very clever of the man because he got us when we were under sort of 10. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just kept going to the same shop buying records afterwards. It was genius, really. Um, nice. So, uh, again, Tom, I know you're just back from, uh, hmm. well, I want to say somewhere, but that rally was in three different countries. So it was yes. called the, the Central European something. Well, so uh, <laughs> so you were in lots of places, but um, what what was it like? In terms of the rally itself, uh, yeah, really good, a really nice idea from the WRC to incorporate three countries into one event. Um, it's a good way to take the rally to the people. Um, lots of people there, huge amount of people. Um, probably some of the most I've seen this year, actually. Um, so I thought the stage was a great, really good concept. But for me and the drivers and the teams, uh, they need to sort of look at the itinerary a bit. The, late, the days are too long. They are doing too many road sections for the stages, the kilometres that they, they actually do. So I think moving ahead, it will be on the calendar next year, and I'm sure they'll make some tweaks. But as a concept, I, I think it was brilliant. And I think it's about time that we see some new ideas coming to the WRC like that. That's good. All that distance between the stages makes. I remember. I think we, although slot rally GB happens at different clubs, but the event is at one club, and we did think about having one where you would travel from. You know, you do a stage <laughs> at Farnborough, and then you would drive to Liverpool. You would That's drive brilliant. It. And it, and it, so, uh, but it's probably in scale terms, it's probably the same as what you were doing. Wouldn't it? It was ridiculous <laughs> mood driving for sort of fifty miles in order to drive a slot car for a few meters. But, uh, and I do have. Yaris WRC and Yaris Rally One slot cars. So do you? Engage oh. smug mode. Smug mode. Uh, yeah. I do. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, because licenses <laughs> don't you? affect Spanish men who live ah. in sheds and turn ah. out resin ah. slot car bodies. So um, okay. they've yeah, they 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 come without decals. So you have to sort of paint the livery, right. in, which is not the hardest job. No, it's just no. white with red and black splodges. But um, yeah, uh, so I've got the yeah the, the WRC and last year's with the scoops on the sides rally one. Rally oh, one, nice. Okay, I'm. Uh, I am what jealous. we need is a Spanish driver because my <laughs> my theory is that if you get a Spanish driver in a car, uh, yes. SCX will make a more love it. So yeah, like the Danny Sordo I'm really hopeful that when. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you know, the, every every car Carlos Sainz ever walked past. You know, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I think we. Well, so I was very hopeful when when uh, Alonso was driving the WBC car that you know he would get a run out on a rally just so we could justify getting. But sadly not. Sadly not. <laughs> but uh, never mind. Um. And Nick. Um, yes. Oh, <laughs> Yes, so we, de- we can definitely hear off-stage actors. I think it's like yeah, <laughs> so, but I have come downstairs for a reason. I am not is in got the you, is this a good time for you to sh- technical center slash office? Is um, this a good time for you to show us what you want to show us? It is. It is because it's rather large, which is why. But this is You're twenty again. English pounds. Twenty <laughs> English pounds has bought. Hold on, my wife's deposited lots of Halloween stuff on top of it, but quite big. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm getting ready with the mute button. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> Ta-da! Oh. So, a, I mean, there's not even any creases in the box. It's this super 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 challenge. Um, which, yeah, there it is. Uh, so, a ah. full set. It's in that sort of hybrid period where it's Scale Electric Sport track, but old-fashioned controllers, and they hadn't started calling it Scale Electric Sport. Um, and it had the two Subarus in it, which has sent me off this week down a complete rabbit hole of Subaru <laughs> liveries to put on these and any other Subarus that are around. Because whilst, you know, they look a bit sad um, in their natural <laughs> state, let's be honest, um, you know, this was not, this was the days before Fly and the reinvention of um, slot car design. Here is an Scale Electric Subaru. In its raw form, it's not yes. bad looking though, is yeah, it? Like bit... in all seriousness, it's it's, it's pretty. It's it's a not a bad shape, really. Here's one that I've polished up earlier. Oh, ah, yeah, so that must wheels make all the difference. Yeah, Ninko yeah. wheels and the uh, decals, which I think were from '98 Monty. Um, but yeah. I wanted the 97 RAC car because that was such an incredible event. I mean, it was like being at a pop concert or a football match where everyone's on the same side, and it was just incredible. Um, so I had to mask off the original door numbers and roof number and the um, sides because they had different sponsors in 98 on the rear wing. Mask all that off and then uh, spray it in appropriate blue and then put the decals on and then shoved in some Minko driver figures. So yeah, there we are. So they do sort of scrub up quite nicely. They do um, and they go quite well. They go quite well. Because mm. they're quite yeah. wide and well they go well on smooth flat track. Um the minute there's well, they a go bump, well because Scale Electric obviously then decided that it was going to make more money selling cars to people that just put them on a shelf. Um so it's got <laughs> front axle travel up and down, which helps on lumpy, bumpy bits of track. Um, it's got a tray interior, which fortunately they've gone back to, um, and an inline motor. So, yeah, there we are. They're perfectly workable little cars. They're actually a really good body shape. It's just quite well concealed um, when they look like that. But that and that are exactly the same machinery. And, yeah, they go really well. The, the wheels make all the difference. I, uh, back when... Well, you guys might know the deep better than I do because of the fun that BAR were having trying to get a livery past Bernie. Uh, because remember, they wanted to have one in 555 five, yeah. and one in Lucky Strike. So that inspired me to get some lucky. I, I think it's the only, well, one of a handful of re-liveries I've ever done. So I re-liveried a Subaru into a Lucky Strike, which is dead easy. I just had to paint it white and put big red roundel dog <laughs> dogs on it. Um, but it does look a lot better uh, because it's, it's, you know, but they're nice and low. Some insiders to the industry told us, me last year that the key thing is 30 years back for selling models. So given that we're now in 2023, 2024, that means the sort of 19, the mid-90s is absolutely ripe for them making models of. So you never know, somebody might do a new version of the the Subaru Coupe that's um, you save you having to do all that repainting. It fits well but, for Tom's... Um... Tom's disappeared. Tom, Tom's, Tom's uh, yeah, I'm here, no, I'm here. collection. <laughs> yeah, no. I was going to speculate that he was just reaching out to get a car. He's reaching out to get a car. 
No, if, 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 it's, if they're going down so, the 90s route, then I'm all for it. <laughs> I think they, they should do 100%. I mean, every time like Simon from Scale Electric pops up on the forum and sort of ideas are being mooted, it's always super touring. Um, yeah. And that's, yeah, that's very me. I'm, I'm up for some of that. Absolutely. Well, I gather... I gather uh, from the very man you mentioned, Simon, he said, although that Super Touring gets a lot of social mentions for them, it's their worst selling line. Uh, so they make lots of Super, not Super Tourers, sorry, BTCC in general, not Super mm. Tourers, but well, yeah, BTCC in general. It's modern BTCC. No, yeah, that? yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know if the old one's any better, but certainly they weren't served well. I mean, none, none of those those super touring cars by Skeletrix are... Everyone remembers them. Five million people used to watch BTCC yeah. in the 90s on Grandstand. Now you've got 60,000 people <laughs> watching it on Dave or, no, ITV4, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> you know, no. So, and, and, you know, it's not a manufacturer of back professional series yeah, yeah. anymore, is it? It's just blokes. And just get us to that. I get us being sniffy about 60,000. <laughs> Just to add to that, we uh, we had this that year the, su- the, uh, the Super Touring Festival at Brands Hatch, uh, which I attended and, and was doing mm. a podcast with some of the old 90 Super tu- Touring drivers. And I can tell you now that the crowd for that event was enormous uh, to the point that they're actually going to do the Super Touring Festival again next year because it was such a success. So if Skeletrix really wanted to, to make the most of it, I would be saying get yourself to that event and flog as many cars as you can because uh, I think you would sell a lot Definitely. there. I've still got most of my old Toka uniform, so I, I might <laughs> wear that and uh, come down and, and write a press release and then print it off and fax it to the distribution <laughs> yes. list, as I used to have to do <laughs> so after, perfect. after I got Alan yeah. Gow to scowl at it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, so I, yeah. My, my attic is, is is similarly got a coat hanger, which is my my CV in cloth form. You know, that's the sort of <laughs> <laughs> uh, not not all of them still fit. I hasten to add, but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's super true. Uh, the, I guess the challenge for them is that even if the Brits bought some, I'm not sure it sell terribly well in America or Spain or anywhere. It was an American. Super Touring Series? The token it was an Australian one, it was Dominic Dobson in a Dodge. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we went and did Bathurst. I... <laughs> that was fun. Because uh, I had Alan Gowers over there, and he was making prank calls to people at the time. And <laughs> I got a phone call, and it was like this real ocker voice. And I was like, oh, this is Alan taking the mickey. And um, it was like, so why would you call your car Super Touring? And I'm like, well, because we couldn't fit Brilliant Touring on the poster. <laughs> and stuff like that. And it turned out it was actually the Bathurst radio station and I was live on air in Australia. Um, now, we ran V8. I only got little four pots. You know, why are you doing it? Uh, no, no, sorry. Uh, I, I thought I was being wound up and it was an actual radio interview. <laughs> I'm desperate to now search Google and see if that still exists. Because <laughs> then we got a phone call from Alan saying, ha-ha. <laughs> yeah, really yeah. funny. Oh, thanks. Yeah, well, I can imagine you'd have enjoyed that. Actually, I can imagine. But um, so, um, Tom, in my notes, when you were you were uh, when Nick was pre pre grilling you on this, he said you're looking forward to Skeletrix Puma Rally One car. Mm, yes, and I'm one. Have you? I, 
But what about the SCX one? You see, have you considered going Spanish rather than that. British on your? <laughs> yeah, I, I I have a quite. A, I've got a snow section of SCX track on my layout currently, uh, so I do dabble in a bit of SCX mm-hmm. stuff. And I did see that they were doing a few weeks. They've done the 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 Yari Hootenen from Rally Finland last year, which is a, an odd one to do. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I just don't understand why they've been able to get that out quicker than the current the the Scalectric ones. Well, obviously, we're still waiting. Um, but um, it's, yeah, yeah still... <laughs> <laughs> we, we could. Which one does have the proper Monty logos on, doesn't it? It does, so and uh, they've done the, in the green smiths and, uh, and the lobe livery, so I understand that. But yeah, no, I'm very much looking forward to it, and, and obviously I just got the Science Escort so and the Subaru, the McRae Subaru they've done. So um, yeah, the Puma's the next on my hit list. Um, so I'm very, oh, yeah, I've, I've been waiting for this for, for a long time, so uh, it would fill a, a gap in my collection. Well, it's, I, have, yeah, I was joking all along, because I think Skeletric showed, the, they announced they were doing the car first. And SCX said, "Oh, we're doing it too." And then yeah. they managed to get it out um, a couple of months uh, ago now, isn't it? So, because uh, it even featured on that Hornby Model World TV show on uh, that was not long ago. They because they do, I know it was a lot about model railways, but they did a, a, a Skeletric episode, and one of the episodes was them designing and showing the prototype of the Puma, and that's like more than a year ago now. So I know that it exists. I've seen a prototype on television. <laughs> so uh, I'm just sort of like, come on, bring it out. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's. Uh, I always love it when you get two of the, you know, two manufacturers doing the same car just to kind of see how close stroke different they are. But uh, I always, I must confess, partly because of my uh, the time I was buying lots of SCX rally cars because they were the one making mm. them. Um, I have a tendency you now if there's a if there's an option, then SCX is at least they're roughly kind of compa- comparable. Although I bought the Escort. Uh, the Repsol one you mentioned wasn't on my wish list. Uh, saw it on the shelf and thought, "Yes, I've got to have that's the one." I I think that's uh, I think that's very nice car that one. Yeah, um, it is. It's really lovely. Uh, yeah. Does it go well? It does. On your I, was snow bit, track? I was a bit worried because you know I'm not a big fan of the rubber band four wheel drive. If I'm being brutally honest, but and I was a bit concerned about this when it, when I heard that it was going to be like that. Uh, but once I've worn it in, it's been right because I was a bit, at the start. It's a bit sort of lumpy with the on the power when you, you sort of like suddenly you get all this power at once and you're like, no, that's not how it should be. It should be more linear. Um, but now I've worn it in, I think the band has got a bit more sort of worn in. It's much better. Like straight out of the box, I was a bit unhappy, but now I've given it a proper run in. It's fine. It's not a sort of proper cosy turbo lag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah no, no, I think they've got. The- They've not got the accuracy quite down to that yet. I <laughs> I did a t- I, the SCX Puma has gone back to rubber band because they want to fit the digital chip up front, and um, and at first when I had it, it had a tendency every sort of seventh lap it would de-slot on a high speed mm. bend. Couldn't work out why. And amongst the many things I tried was taking the rubber band off, uh, and I did uh, the ten laps. Um, and then they were exactly the same time, <laughs> exactly <laughs> with and without. It made no difference whatsoever. Um, but what I found with a lot, a lot of the cars, when you take them out of the box first time, the tires are really sticky, mm. and the sort of the decay on stickiness you could probably plot. Uh, and even after a couple of days or several laps, or whatever, there's just a bit less stickiness, mm. and that just helps because they'll just slide a little bit more, or they'll maybe wheels a bit. So, and so I think that that's one of the reasons. And the SEX car now. 
I almost can't get it to de-slot. I talk about being an idiot. I can't get it to de-slot. It just seems to have just slips rather than tips, and that's uh, mm. it. But I'm, I'm, I love the Escort as well. I mean, not a lot of grip in those tyres. It's I. Do you take the magnets mm. out? Are you a magnet or a non-magnet? Uh, I do a bit of both. It's okay, your mum's friends. You can be honest. <laughs> bit of both. But my um, my SEX snow uh, <laughs> my SEX snow tracks that bit. You know, the, where it's really ultra smooth and they're supposed to slide. So it's like a sliding hairpin sort of thing. So if you take uh, yeah. the, the magnets out there. <laughs> Uh, for example, my my Lancia Stratos just That's won't go, go round. <laughs> it just can't it can't handle the lack of grip. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so it, it's uh, it's an interesting one. But you have to do a bit of both. Well, though, because there's aluminium rails, isn't it? And the, yeah. so there's no magnet traction on those, or it was on the ones yeah. I did. Um, yeah, I for, for a couple of years now, I've had the Polycar track up, which I love. Um, but I used to have a circuit stroke stage, which was made of sport old skeletric some SEX stuff and yeah bit of so the different surfaces you know uh and it was always really it was it was good actually you know some cars worked great on some of it you know yeah. almost didn't even notice they were on a slippy smooth but other cars <laughs> were like yeah. all over the place. <laughs> um which didn't didn't help their time you've, you've got some uh, more <laughs> classic rally cars uh that could be gracing that track before long haven't you so i, I, I believe oh, um... i can I confess. Well, what I've been I've been having I'm having rallies to myself uh, lately, um, and somehow or other I'd managed to get nearly a hundred cars out of their boxes, um, <laughs> and I thought I really need to put these away. And I've, so I've spent days, literally, uh, trying to reunite cars mm. with boxes, more or less there. Uh, and as is the way with these things, I've got a couple of them sitting there going, "I'm sure you had a box. <laughs> I just can't find it at the minute." <laughs> So, so they're not quite going to be. But of course, in the course of doing that, it's like it's like going in the lofts of the garage and rummaging through old books or magazines, isn't it? You you start off tidying up and you end up reading or playing. So, in the in the boxes when I was looking for the box, I found um, my and I'm holding. I'll try and find the camera. There we go. Oh, so a fly uh, nine eleven yeah. uh, from and uh, Nick. You'll have to help me. What seventy three seventy four? So that late is it? Oh wow. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, so that's lovely. Should have, uh, should have a jeton. Now these were hit and miss because sometimes the axles weren't as round as they could be. Um, this one uh, is sp- spot on. Uh, it drives beautifully. And what I'm debating is that uh, it comes taped to the. Uh, we, there we go. Taped to the underside of the box is a little blue envelope, uh, and it's not as older viewers and listeners might think. A packet of salt to shake over your crisps. <laughs> it's um, it's it's decals, which should have jeton little dancing ladies and whatever. And as you can tell, I, the collect well, the near collector that I am, I haven't broken the seal yet. So I'm going. Hmm, shall I put the decals on? Should I put the decals on? Shall I put the decals on? Anyway, the other one while I was sort of playing with that was. This is a much more recent uh, purchase. Uh, where's the camera again? So it's a team slot. Lancia Stratos oh, wow. in the checkered flag, black and white livery. Um, now, Team Slot Stratos is a little bit of a caricature. Uh, it's a little bit, yeah, it's not quite right, but it definitely oozes Stratos. Um, mm. And in this one, okay, I don't think the camera will pick it. They got the wheels beautifully. So this was one of those, yes, I've already got several team slot stratoses but i need another one because i collect microscopically thin layers of paint so those were uh, those were amusing 
<laughs> Lewis were amusing me out in the slot shed last night. Um, so yeah, rally cars. I've got I've got this theory that rally cars are more fun when you play on your own um, mm, because yeah. you know they run on their own anyway. You're not meant to be, and you can run against the clock. So plus five, I'm a bit of a rally nut. And Le Mans cars, Le Mans cars are kind of like rallies, aren't they? They head they head <laughs> off on a long journey and have regular service stops. So it's kind <laughs> of the same thing. <laughs> and there's dif- different classes. That's I'm not it's sure I'll get that in over 24 hours, don't you? Whether you're a <laughs> you don't think in I'm the grandstands, <laughs> in the bar, you've got to measure, you've got to pace yourself. I'm not sure I'm going to get that uh, into well, a Autosport yeah. magazine copy if I tried. <laughs> the, the sports cars is like rally. <laughs> <What> the... <Yeah. laughs> Believe me, it's a, it's a concept worth developing, I think. I'll try <laughs> Ninch mobs outside the office. Well, you think there's sort of, you know, there's there, there are there are co-drivers. Okay, they're not quite the same. They're, as I say, they don't go the full distance in one go. They straight anyway. It's all they get pulled out of ditches. You know, there's all sorts of stuff that's roughly the same. Uh, and you know, the other the, the biggest factor is that the the spread of driving talent is pretty wide. <laughs> yeah. But never mind. Never mind. Uh, so, what, Nick, what else? Apart from buying Subarus, what yes. else have you... Oh, in fact, you've got to say it because you say it better. Come on, what's the catchphrase? What? Which where? Oh, he spoiled it now, hasn't he? What? What's caught your eye, Nick? Ah, ah sorry. <laughs> what has caught my eye? Um, I'll tell you what, it's it, it's the um, Australian issue of the Holden VL that's coming. Um, we're getting it in a Rothmans livery, which is fine. Um, the, you know, any opportunity to, to throw period branding on a car these days, it gets thrown on. But um, there's the Holden team car, the Holden, I guess, dealer team would it have been in eight. So it's been, it been the Walkinshaw run, or was it eight? Uh, would it, yeah, it, it was the Walkinshaw one. Yeah, yeah. So the white with black and red Holden, yep. which just looks rather saucy. Yeah, it's, it looks uh, in the shops already in Australia, I think. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm hopefully going to get one of those for Christmas because uh, my other half's going back to Australia for Christmas, so uh, she will bring one back. <laughs> Tom, anything particularly? You obviously you mentioned the Puma, but hmm. anything more that's been announced recently that you fancy? Yeah, yeah, obviously Nick sort of nailed that. Yeah, the, I'm obviously quite big into my V8 supercars, having worked in that championship before, so that that holds very much on my list. Um, yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Actually, um, I, I do, I do like some of the NSR Formula One cars that they've been doing. The uh, the sort of 80s and 90s uh, cars that they've been, and they've done a they've done an upgrade, haven't they, on the on the new? So I've got the current 80s one. I think they've done a 90s one, which is on my list because uh, certainly they've done it in a Jordan 191 green livery, which is very much on my list. So uh, yeah, that's sort of the next next so- thing I think. What, what what does that cost? It's about what ninety quid or something. They're, they're expensive, yeah. They're, they're, like that. they're quite uh, pricey. I think uh, I've paid seventy to eighty pounds for those. Get, but uh, get on eBay and find an old SCX Jordan F one car <laughs> uh, with the steering. <laughs> oh, I just like just, they really honestly, they run they run really it, well. Can, they do go very well. Trust me, she she okay. over. <laughs> 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 yeah, I understand what you're saying. I, I, I should just do a, a original job. But uh, they do. I just there's, nice. there's something about them when they on my track they just run so well. They, I've never had an F1 car run as well as as those. They just uh, seem to go really well. 
Yeah, I've never, I've not got one, so I shouldn't comment really. I've only got one. I finally got one NSR car at the last swap meet, I think, which I bought very second hand just to sort of see what all the fuss was about. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, there's a bit of fuss. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. Could, yeah. Was there a celestial choir playing as you put the car on the track, and you know, it's all, this is what it's all about. <laughs> No, it didn't quite move me that way. <laughs> but I probably, I probably feel a bit more special about this old Jeton 911, actually. But it was, um, yeah, that's. I, I think the livery. I mean, Nick obviously is the re-livery king, and if we mm. can get him to confess to exactly how many old Subaru Impresas he's been buying, <laughs> because judging well, on the number of liveries he sends me pictures is... of, yeah, exactly. So, I mean. <laughs> I've ordered the first set of decals because it was offered to me. Uh, you know how you put something on watch on eBay and then suddenly you get an offer mm. come through, which apparently the vendors have absolutely no idea about. eBay just does it randomly. Um, ah, surely they must select open open to offer, no? Don't know, but it, it was a Swiss privateer that ended up with a two-door Subaru WRC um, competing in his national championship. It's fluorescent yellow. Mm. Um, with semi-fluorescent red on the rear wing and on the nose and a green stripe on the side. It's foul, but um, it will stand <laughs> out. And um, it's a bit different, and it was like four quid for the decals. And I think these brown bar cars, the, the Super Touring, the Rally cars, even to an extent the F1s, um, the, the Jordan 197 they did, that's not actually yeah. horrible. The um, Ferrari 643 can be made to look quite nice. Um, the, the, that era of cars, they really are... If you want to buy a number of cars to race with friends, race at a club, or repaint, like I do, um, you can get them for... I mean, I'd put a whole set with two cars in it. One's got a bit of a scuff on it, but it's going to get painted anyway. 20 quid for a set, 10 quid for a car. And when you, you look at the budgets of what stock cars are these days, um, you can really make them look quite nice for pennies. So I'm all in favour of the brown bar stuff, Super Touring, F1 and, and Rally. Um, perhaps less so the Group Cs that Scale Extra did at the time. I know a lot of people still swear by them, the Jags and Saubers and the Porsche, but there's slotted, so you don't really need to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anymore. You can put those out. In the garden, with your gnomes <laughs> and your water features. Flo, Flo, are you taking the Mickey out of my outside track? <laughs> <laughs> They're not gnomes. <laughs> They're marshals. They're kind of, yeah, painted the orange suits on them. <laughs> Oh dear, we'll get in trouble now from the Marshalls Club. Now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so to, to, um, I'm just, just on the brown bar thing. I yes. I sort of agree, but I prize I take magnets off my cars, and they're the hardest car to get a magnet off because they glued them in with some <laughs> substance, and then when the magnets just break, <laughs> they don't come out as one. You know, the like, little yeah. bit. So if you're lucky, you can get a good edge and like a chisel, and it'll ping. 
but most of the time they break and they crumble, and I'm you know it's just a nightmare. So I'll, yeah, you know. I mean, so the brown ones are so weak; those magnets, they're basically mm, not magnets yeah. at all. It's just a bit of ballast on the car. Um, but it's just that era, isn't it? So you, when we talk about brown bar stuff at like the club, we run brown bar classes for this, that, and the other, like the GTs. Um, so the Ferrari F40, the Porsche 911 GT1, the Diablo stuff like that. Um, it's a really good entry level class for somebody coming to the club for the first time. The cars are virtually indestructible. Um, they cost 10 quid each and they're all fairly evenly matched apart from the Jaguar XJ220, which is terrible and <laughs> never stops being terrible, no matter what you do to it. But then again, the real cars like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, tip the you... a, a track test on one who was like, it's got no brakes. It's got no brakes at all. And I can't get it down anything other than a motorway because it's so wide. But also, if you're buying uh, one of those cars now, the the magnet would have worn like worn off the power of it anyway. Like like for example, my Vectras and Audi A4s. Exactly. Like you buy them now, and they're like, well, they've got it's it's like running no magnet anyway because it's just died. You know, it's. <laughs> but but yeah. I think that there's there's and definitely the one like that you want. You... Yeah. Yes. That BMW you're looking for, the Matt yes, Neal one. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I I did try racing it because we we have a scale strict nineties touring car class, and I did try running that, thinking, "Well, I'll be clever. No one else is running it." There's a reason why no one else was running it. It falls <laughs> over all the time. Oh, really? But, um, I will. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I will um, keep an eye out for one at Orpington in a couple of weeks. Uh, no, thank you, you very if much. I yeah. don't have my old one. Probably with some scuffs on the roof from where it fell over all the time. But um, <laughs> yes, if I've still got it, you're welcome to it. Please take it away. I, the, the memories of those are flooding back, which is that um, they were the first cars I ever had, which I noticed the brown staining from the tyres going on the bodywork that you can't get rid of. So they all look like they're heavy smokers. <laughs> um, and the wheels just fall off the axles. Yeah. So... You know, I'm, and being, as you know, I'm, you know, I may, I may have a qualification as an engineer, but that's no reason to use it. So I, you know, <laughs> trying to get these wheels to stay on with various bits of kitchen rolls stuffed in and all that sort of thing. But, but do you not um, have an axle manker? Yeah, probably, but no, that's I bet like, Tom's, no. That, Tom, as, as a you know connoisseur of nineties electric touring cars, do you have an axle manker ready to? Uh, so I, I don't if, if actually. If you score somehow. So at the end of the, the axle where the wheel sits, yeah. if you score it with a pair of pliers or something, then the super glue tends to hold better than if you just ah. stick it on the super glue on and it, it, it then breaks traction at some point when you probably well, need that's the a wheel very to handy tip to know, actually. So, um, yeah, it's our friend Jim who races a lot. Um, he was the one that came up with the concept of the axle manker. You just need to mank up your axles and the glue will stick. Yeah, he he never used glue though. It was just literally made the thing sufficiently misshapen <laughs> that it wedged in. Uh, but you got because you got to remember he was a he was a banger racing champion. They wouldn't you know if you really? could beat it to death that yeah yeah. In the previous life he was British. What's it? I can't remember the title of it. The ones which take you know old rovers and smash into each other a lot. That's where his name, Mr. M was his, that was his name. Mm-hmm. He started doing it again after I got to know him and he started doing it again and he was still using the same helmet. <laughs> and I kid you not, literally you take it off dust, you know, just because it was like corked lined or something. 
Uh, when I went along one time, thought there's a track near Farnborough, isn't it? Or oh, there was. Is it Aldershot. Um, Aldershot, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, these guys are literally driving into each other, which is always a bit worrying. Uh, Annie came out and I said, how are you feeling? So, well, I'm, yeah, I'm a bit kind of stars before my eyes. You're going to go, well, maybe not do it then. <laughs> it's gonna be... <laughs> Especially it's the, in a, the only the motorsport helmet, event yeah. I've taken my son to is actually at Aldershot, and um, we were there, and it was throwing it down with rain. We were undercover, sort of, but it was still coming in sideways through where we were. And um, the banger race, one guy sort of got turned around, um, who was doing quite well, and somebody just sort of nerfed him, and he he spun, um, and he waited there, and then just drove out and went head on into the guy who spun it. It was like, no, this is like, yeah, NASCAR times 10. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. Uh, it, it was very, um, anyway, enough of all of that. Tom, you said you've got, have you got a track up in the room as it, yes. as we speak? Yep. yep yes. I have. Yep. So what have you, what have you been running? What have you been running most recently? Uh, well, so I only recently got the SEX snow effect track. So it's been predominantly rally cars that have been running lately at the moment because obviously you can't send a Formula One car around that slippery, <laughs> that slippery corner because it's too uh, no grip. But <laughs> you can't uh, convince yourself that it's real, then can you? No. Uh, but yes. the famous, aren't the famous, fam- famous pictures of the arrows <laughs> yeah. being launched in the snow at Silverstone yeah. or something, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, but Not actually, going anywhere, I think we are. Uh, so yeah, obviously I've got. Uh, I've been running the Escort because that's new. I have got to run. This is still in its box and not yet run, which is the new Subaru, as you can oh. see there. Um, so that hasn't had a run yet. Ah, oh, right. But um, I've also got a couple and of um, wheels straight. They, I, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> but I'm gonna disregard that. But I have been running. Um, I've got a couple of Auto Art 206 WRCs um, that have been running around lately, and I've got uh, so I've got a, the red uh, Marlboro livery and the silver and red Total uh, livery, so the two different mm. uh, eras there of livery. And I have to say, I, I absolutely love I absolutely love those Auto Art cars. Uh, certainly on this snow SEX track, they really do what I want them to do in terms of I can kick the back end out. You can, yeah, it just looks awesome. And one of the things I'd like to do is I, yeah. um, I, I shoot a lot of videos cause I'm, I'm a bit of a sad Muppet and I like doing, uh, Skeletric videos to put on social media and they, they tend to go very well. So, um, I like just trying to, I like rigging up lots of cameras and I've got, I've done on board. So I've strapped uh, cameras to my cars and done on boards and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I do, I do, do a lot of that at the moment. Fantastic! I you must send me a link so I can put it in the, the the description for the show. But the I agree, I'm completely with you on the auto art cars. I think they're, I mean, they don't slow down. Whatever the gearing is, yes. you know, they kind of you know, once they get up to speed, there's no re- there's no retardation. <laughs> but um, I the only th- and the detail is just mm. fantastic. And I think that Nick and I have been talking about this, you know, plotting kind of detail and performance, and you know, what's like a sweet spot. I recently, um, the tyres, I don't know how yours are, the tyres on mine had all gone hard and very ungrippy. Um, and I replaced them with some uh, tyres that are meant for the sort of the mini clubman and the like, that era of Skeletric car anyway. And fun. that's it, rejuvenated. The, the, mm. They fit the rims good enough sort of thing. And it's just brought them back to life. And, they, and they're now 
aside from the not breaking, my track is is there's a long fast corner on a straight into another fast corner, then hairpins. So uh, they lose out because they, they've got the top speed, but you've got to let off the throttle halfway down the street because they don't slow down. Yeah. Um, and they're like, great. And they're sort of dancing about. I mean, yeah. And the fact that I've, like, I was talking about, I'm sure the one that's got Panizzi written on the window is a bit more dramatic than the Burns yeah. one. <laughs> Just a few donuts and get some penalties, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dear. No, I, as I said, I'm not surprised I've, they go I've, well so... on the, the snow track because they've got those skinny little tires. Yeah, but that's the, that's the best bit because they slide. They, if you can hold it, I, and I've been practicing a lot, mm. if you can hold the drift and it does the whole drift around, it looks sensational. Absolutely looks sensational. I did, uh, I've got a yeah. say at Cordoba that absolutely ta- tackles that corner and it can do it in one drift. And uh, I'll, I'll show you the video of that at some point, but it just looks <laughs> awesome. Absolutely awesome. So when you're doing the videos, do you find do you do them in real time or do you do it in slow motion? I do a Is bit it, of both. Um, so I've I was a, and I am a I'm a videographer as well as a journalist. So I I sort of got a few camera tricks up my sleeve. Um, but one of them one of the things that have worked really well is I've got a 360 camera, um, and for you strap that to the roof and you get the full view uh, and you can spin it around. <laughs> Um, it looks absolutely incredible. Uh, so I, I've done a few 360 videos. I did one for Hyundai. Uh, with the Sordo uh, i20, uh, so I showed it to Hyundai in the in the service yeah. park the other week, and they were like, "Oh, that's amazing!" <laughs> so, yeah, no, so uh, yeah, that's what I do in my spare time. That's fine. It's having fun with toy cars. That's yeah, all right I did, by uh, us. the other thing I did was I recreated uh, Tarquini's famous roll at Knock Hill with an Alfa Romeo one five five 90s edition, <laughs> and I overlaid uh, overlaid the Murray Walker commentary onto it, and it absolutely went viral. So, <laughs> so, uh, so, so uh, that's the sort of thing I like doing. Uh, the next one I want to do is I'm going to do a Hill Schumacher Adelaide 94 recreation um, with my uh, okay. with the camera strapped to the roll hoops of the of the 2F1 car, so we get like a like the TV camera feel to it. Wow, I mean, how tiny are these cameras? I mean, they must. Oh, be... they're quite small, yeah. But I've I've done, yeah. You can play around with it. Like it's amazing what you can do. Honestly, like some of the stuff that I've done, I was like, oh, I didn't think I'd be able to do that. And I've and you can. Like it's uh, it's it's quite quite it's quite quite time. Uh, it takes a lot of time to put it together. And I, and sometimes I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> but then the end product, the end product is is absolutely brilliant. And uh, yeah, it's good. I think it's good and healthy to showcase on social media these days, like what you can do, because I think it also reinvigorates the product for the younger generation. If you can start filming stuff like this, it might get people off PlayStations and playing these, these with these again. So no, well, good on you. No, absolutely. I mean, it's yeah. Bringing, bringing younger people into it would be is, is, we desperately need it. Don't we? we desperately need younger folk in, um, not buying too many old cars, though, because you know, Nick's got a whole collection of Subarus he needs to buy first before these youngsters can just step, step, step in and clean up with everything. <laughs> the old Grandpa NASCARs, that, that's what keep my, um, my my children occupied when I get the track out. They're, they're fairly indestructible. I've got them, I've repainted one in a Hulk livery. I've got Batman, Joker. Um, oh, nice. They love them. I hope you've got licenses for those. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, but uh, neither neither does the decal maker, so that's okay. We can we can all be in trouble together. But yeah, he they're, they're they're proper liveries, but um, they're yeah slightly. Uh, DC Comics doesn't really know that these things are being sold. 
<laughs> well, you know, once this goes viral, once, once this goes viral, I'm not, I, to be honest, I'm sure the licensing department are going to not, they wouldn't believe it. Oh, someone's, someone's making dick. Well, they might, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> A really vindictive Tuesday, you know, sort of come in and go, right, we're having the decal guy. Um, <laughs> you say decals, I say decals. Um, <laughs> so, Tom, given your love of rallying, um, are, are you tempted to enter the the revised Slot Rally GB next year? Well, I see, I I did not know about this until Nick told me. Um, so, yes, I would definitely be up <gasps> for this. So, uh, yeah, I, I'll be honest, because I, I only moved back into the country a week before lockdown one. <laughs> so uh, I, I've sort of been sort of stuck in my own little uh, place and not really knowing what's going on in, in the scene anymore. And um, obviously work's pretty hectic. So it's, it's not often I get a free weekend or I have on this weekend. Uh, so yeah, I definitely want to get into actually doing a bit more racing and, and meeting with, with more people because uh, I feel like I'm sort of on my own and <laughs> and I'm not part of any group, so it'd be nice to uh, nice to sort of uh, get a few sort of uh, friends in that area. I, it's well, good. Well, I hope, hope so. I hopefully see you at, see you at one. It's at I way back when we mentioned Jim earlier, the guy, and I used to call him the sort of slot car pipe piper because he was really good at convincing folk like I was and so that like you are where you enjoy what you're doing, but you don't know anybody else who's yeah. doing it kind yeah. of thing. Uh, and then when you go along to a club, and, I, and that's another big psychological. I'm heading off. I'm a grown man heading off with toy cars <laughs> to go and play in a room with another man with toy cars. Um, but once you've done it, it's all right, you know. You know, and um, yeah, I mean, it was just it's it's great. I mean, I'm not particularly as Nick will tell you because he beats. He's very good at racing. Um, I'm not particularly competitive, but every now it's fun. Just yeah, to, yeah, but it's know, not about to be that. a bunch, it's just bunch about of guys doing the same thing. Some four points. It's it's social thing, isn't it? It's just uh, you mm, know, there, there were a few race wins. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's good fun. Uh, I mean, at least it's not trains. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it. It was a joke. I've got trains. I've got trains. Um, so have I. <laughs> I'm looking at the clock. We probably ought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's that it's that joy of small things, isn't it? So yeah, I'm currently know, slot uh, cars, airfix, trains. I'm just about to build a whole new engage layout. <laughs> Um, as well, that's my Christmas project. Wow! So, yeah, we'll my see how goodness, goes. you're terribly industrious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel positively lazy. I mean, I struggle just putting cars back in boxes and <laughs> building things. Um, <laughs> good stuff. Anyway, uh, we better wrap up because we're rapidly going to run out of time. Uh, Tom, thank you. Uh, hopefully, you'll come back again sometime. Oh, I'd love to. Uh, yeah, love and to come back. Yeah, Nick, great. you'll. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Nick, you'll definitely come back again. <laughs> so, yeah. Why not? You have to, your face is on the poster, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, listen, guys, thank you very much. Uh, thank you uh, for listening, and uh, we'll all sort of say goodbye and see you soon. Bye, everybody. Have a good week. Bye-bye. <laughs>